welcome to a very special edition of Throwing Wrenches Podcast. Eric and Daryl are up to their old tricks again. They just can't seem to stop buying cars. On this episode, our two serial car purchasers try to justify their bad behaviors to the independent mind of reason, Mr. Steve Brown, the Central Illinois king of cross-country endurance and cannonball run record near misses. If this sounds like fun, then you just might appreciate the next 40 minutes of nonsense. Enjoy. And don't worry, this is not a format change. Your moment of musk and cars of the week will be back for episode 59. All right, let's do this. Let's do this quick, quick, horrible little confession show. You ready for this? Let's do it. Welcome to the auto podcast that can't keep their hands out of the cookie jar. This is Throwing Wrenches Podcast. I'm Eric Stahl. And I'm Daryl Scott. And, and we, we both have a confession to make. Yeah, we do. And we're joined by a special guest who is maybe, maybe he can judge what we've done. Oh, the judge, the guilt. I don't know. This is Maybe. Steve Brown. You may recognize downtown Steve Brown. The dulcet tones of the legendary Steve Brown. <laughs> yes. Yeah. He's here with us again. Uh, to What do I want to say? Daryl and I, dare I say, we opened the checkbooks in the last week. So we're going to talk about those purchases, and Daryl should probably go first. <laughs> well, that was a quick handoff. Um, well, I wasn't actually looking for a car. Uh, and that's usually how I think all three of us here at this table, between Steve, Eric, and myself, yeah. sure, we're always looking at cool stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But we're not always messaging saying, is this car still available or calling a dealer? Or call, you know, we just we, happen to. We fantasize, but yeah. we never actually do that thing. We don't, like, call the number. No. Yeah. You should ask her out. No way, man. Yeah. And, and then one day she, she asks you out. Yeah. And that's kind of how this has all happened. I, that's never happened. No? <laughs> it's, it's never happened to me, too. In my mind, it has. But Yeah. yeah if you had a voice like his, it, they, just, they would come to you. They would. Yeah. yeah. They would. No, so, um, so what had happened was I was uh, <clears throat> informed about a vehicle that was going to be put out for bid as surplus property by a city, a city near us. And I was on record with that city as being a member of an antique car club and had worked out a couple things with them in years past and was basically called by the city administrator who said, hey, uh, you know anybody in your car club that might want an old car? We're going to be putting one out for a bid. And I said, well, what kind of old car? And uh, it was a 1955 Cadillac. I said, oh, she said, yeah, it's been sitting a long time. It's been in our building for several years. Uh, but we have keys and a title. And I'm like, well, how did you guys get – I was at work. I'm like, I'm just – I was just weirded out by the whole thing. I'm like, how would you guys get a 55 Cadillac? Like, surplus property, you're thinking like wood chippers Confiscate, or uh, confiscated, yeah. plow trucks or, yeah, something, right? <clears throat> Drug raid. Drug raids. And she's like, oh, it was a legal case anyways and just didn't really say much more about it. So what happened was um, it was a property that fell into disrepair. There might have been someone who passed away inside the property. Uh, just a really sad set of circumstances around the whole thing. And the city wound up taking things over, maintaining. How many years ago was that? Uh, this would have been about 2014, 2013, something like that. And uh, as things happen, you know, you can have mechanics liens and things on properties. You get to a point where you rack up so many fees for neglect or not maintaining things. Yeah, I think the city will charge you like $300. Every time they come out and mow your grass, right? Yeah, Peoria, something like that, yeah. something like that too. So, 
bottom line is through a, a weird series of unfortunate events, uh, the city became in possession of this vehicle. And uh, it took them a few years to get title to it. And then it sat and sat and sat until they finally put, uh, put it out for bid. And I floated the idea to a couple friends and actually went and decided uh, with another friend of mine to go look at it. And we were both kind of like somewhat interested at the time. But now, we, to back up a yeah, second, yeah. I can't believe a car like this was sitting for 10 years in a local garage, in a municipal garage, mm-hmm. and you'd never have gotten a whiff of this thing ever? No, nobody has. Okay. Nobody, And I'm pretty plugged into that I know community. You yeah. Nobody knew anything about it. So I got some pictures from the city administrator. And said, go talk to the, the public works garage guy and set up a time. If you want to go see it before the bid, you can. So uh, my, my friend uh, Ben and I did. We went and looked at the thing and uh, took some more pictures, heard a little bit more of the story. And I took it back. I had a car club meeting like two days later or something like that. And I took it to a bunch of guys in my old car club and said, hey, anyone looking for a project? This, this is a really cool car. And they're like, yeah, no, it's too much work. I'm not. No. Nobody seemed interested in it. So I said, well, what the heck? And... Uh, my friend Ben and I talked through it, and he decided he wasn't going to bid on it. Thought a lot about it, and um, and I said, "Well, I'll talk to my wife because I don't need another car. <laughs> I've got plenty, and I've got one that doesn't run that I need to do something with." And this one didn't run. It didn't sit in for a long time. Ivory, kind of a uh, they call it alabaster gray, but it's really like an ivory with a, a rare leather interior that uh, was, was a special order trim. Really neat car. Factory air conditioning. I mean, it's got tons of neat options, but it's so dirty, it's filthy, full of mouse stuff. I mean, it's really sad looking. <laughs> it's probably the saddest little car I've ever seen. But I just the felt so bad. And like built a shelter in there. So. Yeah, pretty much. It just it just spoke to me though. It just I felt like this thing was probably queen of the boulevard when it was new, and it has just been. I can't imagine what this car looked like new. I, I you know I've never really seen a car like that, brand new, glistening. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it must have just been top of the line. It's beautiful, but at the end of the day, the thing, um, the thing, just been sitting for so long. It last registered in '89, and I said, "Well, what the heck? I'll put a, a put a bid in on it." Sarah said, "Sure, you can, but we're not spending tons of money on it. You know, what are you going to do when you get here? And if it does get here, then you're going to have to sell that '58 Plymouth." And I said, "That's fair." Well, the, the one that's kind of been a craw. I mean, stuck. It has. It, it, it has not gone as easily as you'd hoped, right? Well, I haven't. I haven't started on it really. I've just been collecting parts. I haven't. Yeah, never you've been really... driving all over the friggin' countryside getting parts for this thing. Yeah, yeah. I just time and space. It's like everything else. You yeah. know, you, you have ideas of what you want to do, and then every other weekend you got something going on. And you just don't do it. So um, this will be different. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> I get a call. Long story short, got a call. We were the high bidder. It needed to be accepted by the city council. City council meeting came and went. Blind bid? Um, yeah, the, yeah, they're pretty much sealed sealed bids. Okay. They had to be turned in at a certain date and time. Then they were opened. Um, compared. Was this like selling HP computers to the city or something? You know, It basically was. Yeah. It was like a, any other purchase agreement with the city. So when we, we, we were the high bidders out of three bids, and then we went to the city council meeting. They had to formally accept the bid, which unanimously they did. But I was freaked out the night before. You can talk to Sarah. I said, it's not going to happen. It's not going to, like, there's, something's going to fall through. I knew it. And uh, it all went fine. And the next day we went to the office and signed a purchase agreement, like you're saying, like almost like you're, you know, a city vendor or something. Yeah. It was just weird. Um, but it all worked out very pleasant. Uh, I had to arrange pickup to get the thing out before the next snowfall because they needed to 
they wanted the space back in that building it was sitting next to. Because this took up the space of a snowplow, probably. Yeah, it's a 19-foot-long car. It's gigantic. <laughs> wow. So they were really happy to see it go, and I was happy to see it come to a good home. Because the plan is to clean it within an infant's life, clean everything as best we can, and then methodically start bringing it back to life. Um, I'm hopeful we can do that. Um, we've done that with two other antique cars in my my lifetime. Uh, it's probably going to be about two years before it's back on the road, but at least this is complete. It's not missing anything, and I'm not having to chase parts around halfway across the country that don't exist. So that's my purchase. Now, Steve and I, we'll follow up on this. Steve and I were at your house this weekend. We got a chance to look at it. Yeah, yeah. And it was gross. I mean, let's, let's be fair. For sure. It's For disgusting. Sure. There's mouse every every spot that there could be something uh, destroyed by a rodent. It, you know, it's 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 mm-hmm. bad, but. It had plastic covers over the upholstery. Yeah. Have you peeled those back yet? Because the upholstery looked like brand new underneath those things. I took a week off work next week, and that's my goal is to go through it and pull the seats. The thing it has going for it, the, not a lot of cars of that era do, is it's got actual leather. It's got it's it's man-made. It's not man-made or, uh, you know, naga hide, yeah. mohair or whatever. Yeah. It's it's leather interior, so I'm thinking Corinthian we, might, leather. we might be able to... Get uh, get some of that stank out, but it's going to be an ordeal, and you know it's something you're going to be smart about because anybody that stored old cars, boats, trucks in a barn, yeah. they you get real sick. There was a guy I didn't realize this years ago at Ice Road Truckers. There was a guy who had basically almost died uh, after he bought an old Freightliner or something that was had a mouse infestation while it was sitting. Yeah, he came back. I guess he got some respiratory issues yeah. and was. Well, that happened. Mm-hmm. Some people went to Yosemite a couple of years ago, and they slept in a tent, and there was so much feces in the tent. That, there's some. Yeah. What, what is that disease? Hon- Hantavirus. 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 Yeah. yeah, yeah. I didn't think about that. So you can't really run your shop back and like suck out all that stuff. And no, no, you can if it's HEPA filter and all that. I mean, it's or, or if you got it outside. Yeah, and then you and know, what a, wore a respirator or something. That's that's what we're going to wind up doing is doing some some respirators. You're gonna use those N95s now. Going to blow it out um, and then and then go from there. Everything's coming apart. I've got enzyme cleaner. I mean, I've been watching hours and hours of YouTube, yeah. but I've also done this before and didn't die. So I mean, now you did, that you did buy that, the aerator. I did. Yeah. You ever seen that? You ever mess with them? Is it tornadoes? Oh yes, those are fantastic. They are fan. They're they, they amazing, are wonderful. I've never messed with them, but I can't uh, believe you never used one. TikTok. Steve turned me on a yeah. TikTok. And all I know <laughs> is detail car, car detail. Yes. TikTok yeah. is what is with that it's so addictive. I love it. Um, I love watching pressure washer videos, yes. <laughs> and and so like it's interesting to to see that car because I, I finally got to make my first pilgrimage to the Scott Auto Museum. Oh, yeah, that's right. And, yeah. Uh, recently, and do, do you have one of the stickers, don't you? I do. Okay, good. I do. Just checking. You've been there. Then it was only half my collection, and it's not the good half. But thank you. <laughs> Sometime, yeah, but so. but I'll tell you, like that car is gorgeous. It, I mean, you're right. It was the bell of the ball at, at some point, and so. For me, you know, because I really love the uh, car detailing videos, I love that kind of work. And so, you know, when you see it, and and a lot of people will see it as, oh, it's gross, it's got, you know, mouse stuff in it, or just it hadn't been washed in decades. I get really excited because you can look and say, you know, look, a vacuum will take care of that. Mm -hmm. You can fix this. You know, a pressure washer will take care of this. You can, and, and I just, 
can see underneath all of that and just see this magnificent car. And I'm so excited for you because she is beautiful. I, I cannot wait to see the story unfold on how this car comes back to life. Us too. Us too. I've already heard from people because I put a couple posts on, on Facebook and uh, locally. Peoria is an interesting city. It's a city of 100-some thousand people in a metro area, almost 300,000. But it's like the smallest town in the world. Everybody was wanting to see it. Everybody knows. Well, everybody knows stuff. Within an hour of posting, hey, we've got our car home. And I, did, I wasn't going to say much until I actually got it home, had a yeah. title. It's it in my pretty low garage. key when you went through this whole thing. You're like going to a city council meeting. I'm like, what? It, the whole thing was weird. I thought maybe you were down at you know at city hall petitioning something on your. You know, I didn't know you were buying a car. Yeah, yeah. No, it was it was it was a little weird. And I had some car club friends reach out and say, are you sure you're putting in? If you're putting in, I'll, lay, I'll stand back, I'll stand down. Mm-hmm. You know, Like we were all kind of help each other out. And there's times where other people will turn me on to stuff and they'll be like, are you interested in that? And no, it's all you. Thanks. And the next day they buy it. You yeah. know, So we all, it all works out, right? Within an hour of buying the car, one of my wife's former coworkers is married to a guy whose dad ran a shell station in Peoria on Main Street in like the 50s and 60s. He's like, yeah, I worked on that car. I serviced that car all the time. Wow. Uh, another woman that I know, she's like, yeah, my dad was a body shop manager at the dealer that sold that car. Like, So the fun part about that That's cool. is the car never left the area. It's actually it's a couple blocks away. Uh, it, it was stored in a city building a couple blocks away from where it lived for 45 years. <laughs> wow. So it's fascinating to kind of see that history and connect with it. That can go both ways. Yeah. You can hear some stories like, oh, yeah, I remember who owned that car and yeah. blah, blah, blah. You know, you hear stuff you don't want to know. Yeah, yeah, the city stole it from them. You, know, yeah. you should own that car. By right. rights, the family got screwed. And that's the other thing, too. Yeah. I, I do worry about that. It's always like when, when I was younger, I was wanted to buy a cool car at a government auction. Like, yeah. yeah, I can get an IROC Z for like yeah. 2000 bucks. Yeah. But then I would, well, be, someone would think I was a drug dealer that yes. had it before <laughs> yeah. and shoot me yeah. or something. But anyways, so that's – it's that Ray Liotta shows up in a checkered suit. You know? <laughs> hey, you got my car? <laughs> Where's my money? I'm not that guy. No, so it, it's it's fun. It's kind of going to be the next adventure. But I, I really – this is much more my style. The The other car, the Plymouth, was it was a neat opportunity. It's just yeah. – this one's more my style, I think. So, so. the the one other thing uh, you're talking about, like the detail videos we can watch and you clean cars up. A lot of times you see a car of this vintage around here. I'm looking at the lower panels thinking there's going to be rust. It's going to be pitted. Yeah. The mm-hmm. chrome is going to be in terrible shape. But and as as Regan pointed out, the Dagmars on the front, you know, there's so much chrome all over the front of this thing. But it's in good shape. And the the, the lower wheel covers on the back wheels. I mean, they literally almost two inches above the ground. Yeah. Everything yeah. looks great. And I'm not going to say it's perfect by any means. but No, there's definitely some surface stuff. But underneath the car, there's still paint inspection marks where the yeah. factory ref- – because it's got uh, air conditioning. And How many miles are on it? 74,000. So not a lot of – I mean – Is it possible that car really just didn't see bad weather a lot or – Could be. Yeah. I mean, it was a high-dollar car when it was new and – Generally, people took care of high-dollar cars, um, especially that generation. They worked hard for it, and they protected it. Or they only drove it on nice days. They had another beater car. The 47 Chevy we got was like that. It was a farmer that owned it. He ran a turkey turkey farm. And that was his nice go-to-town, ch- go go-to-church car. And then the regular everyday thing was his farm truck. So that car only had, when we bought that 47, it had almost 80000 on it. And never really left Fulton County. Drove to Springfield. That was the longest trips that it took. Hmm. And uh, for the most part, it was a fair-weather car. 
So they're still out there. That's I guess that's the nice message too is if you're looking for something cool, unique and old, you'll never it'll never you'll never find it when you're looking for it. Yeah. It just somehow We'll get into that happens. with mines. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that's yeah, that's my latest adventure. I'll probably geek out and talk more. I could talk for hours on it. Cause well, I've, that's the thing, and I want to get this out because we may not record for another another week or two. So I want to make sure you before the, the, while the magic's here, Daryl. Sure, we capture it in a bottle. You betcha. For a podcast, I'll put some po- uh, pictures in the post and stuff. So yeah, it's cool. I can't wait to see it cleaned up. Honestly, that was the hardest part looking at it. And just well, first off, I didn't want to get hundavirus from like licking my fingers or anything <laughs> you know, after I touch everything. the car. But uh, I, I, I'm anxious to see what this. Maybe you need to have Steve doing some TikToks, or you know, before he right, leaves. Right, just film the it, most satisfying cleaning you, video. As you wash it, yeah, yeah, That'd be nice. He's got nothing to do this week. Right. Sure, <laughs> yeah, no stress at all. Yeah, I, I appreciate you guys coming out too because it was nice to have some company and uh, uh, just. Well, I don't now, know. did you notice Steve when we rolled out there? He's like, oh yeah, you guys will be out there about one o'clock. I get there. There's a table set up. There's yeah. like a Canarbal wagon rolled out. Yeah. He's got some beers out there. Oh, you know, i got a couple different beers here. i got a couple different snacks. There's two I, different types of water, mineral water, regular water. Uh, if it was nicer, I'd actually have the fridge going in the garage. He had and, you some know, chairs out for us. Yeah, I mean, I mean, the red carpet was out. All I'm saying is if Daryl ever invites you to his place, take up the invitation. Not that fancy, but thank you. Yeah, yeah it was very nice. So, All right. So what the heck is going oh, on first here? First off, and, and how many cars do you have now? Do you, do you know the count? I'm back up to nine. <sighs> That's going to be eight again. Yeah. It's going to be eight soon because i got to sell that 58. So if anyone's listening and needs a project, call me. Uh, so I didn't even know anything about this car that I bought. Um, I did buy a car. I'm up to 10. Anyway, that's where I'm uh, – a lot of frustration with this whole thing because, like you said, a car shows up. I didn't want to buy a car. I have no intention to buy a car in the next year. Mm. But then something shows up and then you're like, yeah, well, that's an opportunity. So – uh, you guys, you and Gabe, doing your thing like you always do on Messenger. You yeah. know, they're like posting stuff back and forth. Hey, look, there's an estate sale going on in Peoria. Eh, the estate sale sucks. And this one, the, uh, you know, <laughs> so much judging. So so much judgment in that, that little group. But uh, there was a picture of a black Celica. And I'm like, all right, whatever. There's a million Celicas. You know, if I wanted to search out Celica convertibles, I'll find one. I'm not even really worried about that. Sure. So this car isn't even my concern. As a matter of fact, I thought it would be more, more fun if Gabe would buy the frigging car, because Gabe is like car nuts. He wants to buy something. So I'm like, this is perfect. I don't think Daryl's going to like that car. He's already got a Solara convertible. And, you know, and realistically, you driving around a Celica, your head would be hanging out the top. It probably would. Yeah, it would be terrible. <laughs> but but it was a kind of a special one, right? It's, it's not just well, your run of the mill. We'll get to all that. All right, yeah. All right. But anyway, so it's a, just a black Celica convertible. And uh, so I'm thinking, Gabe's going to go, he's going to buy it. Now, the whole deal is this is an estate sale in Peoria. And. These estate sales, it's like it's like the person's still in the house. Their body's still warm. They got like people swarming the house, you know, buying. They mark a, a dollar amount on everything in the house, and the car just had like a live auction bid going on it during the sale. And I think what was the sale start on Friday, went yeah, Friday, like two, Saturday, Sunday, or something like that. Yeah. So it's good. I work on Fridays, so I wasn't really worried about this. But in the meantime, I think Gabe had gone up on Friday, and he looked at it, and said, "Oh, the car's a piece of junk. Don't worry about it." I'm like. Even better. You know, okay, you know, I'm not going to buy the car anyway. Obviously, Gabe's not going to. All right, no biggie. And, you know, maybe I'd go up on Saturday and look at it myself, but Gabe just told me this car is a piece of junk. Not worth it. Yeah, he didn't say piece of junk. He just said rough. It's got some nicks and dings. Uh, I wouldn't buy it. Okay, that's fine. And so I put it out of my head. So then in the meantime, I go to the DMV 
Did I go to the DMV before or after I talked to you? I can't remember when you texted me, but all I know is that you went to the auction. Because now I found out that Sarah just, like, cruises these auctions all the time. Yeah, that's right. And now my wife found that out. Mm -hmm. And now it sounds like my wife and Sarah might do more of that, which is dangerous. You're lucky you're moving, Steve. (laughs) (laughs) My wife gets sucked into that little group, right? (laughs) Margie, Margie didn't do estate sales, does she? She, we've kind of been to a couple. Like we're Who we're on that it? we're Who on that edge of like we could have gone deep but got pulled back because yeah. I love them. I yeah. mean, I think there's some much cool stuff. Oh yeah, so you're able to practice the restraint. See, this wasn't a thing in our marriage until like last year. She went to one or something. I forget. Maybe went. Somewhere I think with I her found sister. our new business. We get with Gabe, we get a warehouse in Morton, mm-hmm. and we just start going to estate sales and just uh, get our own antique mall of just garbage. <laughs> <laughs> and and we make TikTok videos on detail. Yes, them, yes. You know, yeah. I think this might be the side hustle that turns into a the a million dollar hustle. idea. I like it. Yeah. I like it. All, All right. right. So at some point, you text me and go, "Gabe is crazy. You need to look at that car." And I'm like, "Did I use those words?" I think so. I mean, uh, Gabe is crazy. So I mean, <laughs> it could have been about any number we, of things, but I think it was about the car. Yeah. And uh, I'm like, "Really?" And go, "No, it's a nice car. You should come up and look at it. It's only fifty six thousand miles." All right. Well, I can tell from the pictures. It's got hubcaps on it, which is already suspicious because uh, it, it is the 25th anniversary edition. It's a 1996. And the decal to me even kind of looked cheesy. I forgot on the, in, in 96 when they came out with that special edition how over the top it really was. Because I have a 97 Celica in green. And the 97, they, they mirrored the green color from the Supra. The Supra came out with its special edition 97. In my mind, I always thought the special edition Celica was the same year, but it wasn't. Okay. 96 was a special edition year. Same body style, though, right? Same body style. Same Nothing headlines. changed. Yeah, and actually, the nice thing was in the 97, they kept the tan top option, kind of like they did, that special edition tan top didn't come out till 96. You couldn't get a 95 or a 94 with a tan top. didn't happen. Okay. So I'm like, all right. Thanks, Daryl. I'm glad to know the news. By the way, Angie and I are going to the DMV, and you know, and so I'm talking to her. I'm like, "Oh, well, there's a, a Celica," and I show her a picture. She's like, "Oh, okay." She's like, "Where's that?" I'm like, "What's well, an estate sale?" Ooh, an estate sale. Got her. Yeah, I didn't know. I had no idea that that was going to be the hook. I mean, because honestly, again, not looking to buy a car, not even even in in the radar of anything. But I'm like, my '97, my kids have done Dukes of Hazard jumps, you know, across. Across the doors, you know, sliding in it, ridden around with 20 kids in there. You know, it's been in the parades. The car's not pretty anymore. And you've had it forever. We have had it about 20 years. Did you buy it new? No, I bought it used. It was only a couple years old when we bought it. And it was like Angie and I's fun car while the kids were little. It was a great car. Sure. But the back seats are dirty. The, you know, I think she spilled barbecue sauce and paint. And I mean, the <laughs> cars. Make ribs the cars. The, the car has been driven and we tried to clean it up. I remember we actually locked our cat in the car. God, like a year or two into it. How does that how We does went that on vacation. Happen? I don't even know. We went on vacation, and the cat jumped in the car. Three days later, my mother-in-law found the cat in the car, like, scratching at the doors. <laughs> Smell, and, and the car has never recovered totally. From it. When it gets wet or damp, you're like, oh, cat's been in here. And awesome. I, I had to replace the door cards. I remember uh, I may have called the insurance company and said a raccoon got in it. So anyway, the 97, <laughs> it's seen a full life. I just replaced the top on it two years ago. You know, it's nice car, but we put a hundred thousand miles in that car. It's, it's, seen, it's, some it's seen some stuff. So, so I get to the auction, and the car's sitting out front. There's like three or four guys, and I'm talking older guys, like uh, 80, 75, 80 years old. That's older. Yeah, and they're they're all standing there. 
I'm like, oh, is this the car? Yeah, yeah. It, it leaks water. Roofs doesn't work. Okay. All right. Well, I look at the bid. The bid was $6,100. I walked in the door. And they had a piece of paper up there. It was, it was uh, basically silent auction until 1 o'clock. And it was going to be a live auction. Well, we got there right at 1230, so I didn't have a lot of time. But they said they're not going to do the auction for anybody unless you've done a bid. So I wrote 6200 on it. Because I basically had a green light. Angela goes, well, you kind of know what these cars are worth. Well, I know any car right now that runs is worth $4,000, right? Yeah. Yeah. And a 55,000-mile Celica convertible that could maybe replace the car we have in the garage. It's worth something. Yeah. I didn't. Even, I did, honestly didn't even really look the car over. And the, you know, and the guy said, oh, it leaks. I'll leak. You know, it's a convertible. Any convertible over time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> If I make a convertible, doesn't like. Like I said, the hubcaps are throwing me off. I didn't really look at the nicks and dings. If I would have looked at those a little bit more, I don't know that it would change my opinion on the bid. I just once I looked inside, it actually, you know what? You know what told me that that car was in good shape? What's that? It still had the 25th anniversary front plate insert from when the car was new sitting in the back seat. Really? I've never seen that plate insert. It says Celica 25th anniversary. Is it just like a black plastic yeah. thing? Yeah. Interesting. And I'm like, hmm. wow, I don't think there's anything for me to fear on this car. Yeah. Uh, it was clean. I mean, there's no rust. There's no, the no car was super clean. Yeah. Like I said, it had some nicks and dings for being in a small garage. <laughs> I think an older woman drove it, but the front bumper was clean, rear bumper was clean. That's the only two things I looked at. I looked at the top. I'm like, all right, nothing to worry about. So go inside, and they're like, all right, we're going to do the auction at 1 o'clock. And meantime, Angela found a necklace. You know, she's like, oh, I really like this necklace. Walk around the sale a little bit. And I'm like, oh, my God. You know, I, I don't know. It's you know what? It's Saturday. They have a necklace for $500. It's got emeralds. And okay. it's, it's shiny. I don't know anything about it. She goes, what do you think? I'm like, it's 500 bucks. Here's what I know. I can walk into an auction, and I can look at a car. I can. You can look at a hubcap. You can look at a you know, Dagmar from a, a Chrysler, sure. a, your Cadillac, and know kind of what it's worth. Uh-huh. I can't look at a piece of jewelry and have any clue whatsoever. That thing could be worth $0.25. Cents. It could be worth $25,000. Yeah. I know nothing. How much are that. emeralds going for? Yeah, I have no idea. Days. I don't yeah, know. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> My wife buys the, uh, the old Swarovski. I can't even say it. The, the crystals. Yeah. yeah. The jewelry, I guess, was popular, whatever. I can't tell what that is. I'm like, yeah. what are those diamonds? She's like, no, they're crystals or they're whatever. They're glass. Yeah. Yeah. I have no clue. Same thing. Yeah. I'm like, do you want it? Just get it. I don't. Yeah. I don't know. You know. And what she said to me when I when I put down the bit of the car, she goes, "You know what the car's worth," and she's right. Actually, you know, okay, you and I we do you this all the time. We sit. We yeah. we cruise car ads all the time. Uh, we see what cars are going for. But I don't think she sits there and looks at jewelry. But I'm not going to be in a judgment zone right now, Daryl, because ultimately what happened was I walked outside, and uh, it's like me and three other guys. And then one of the other guys wanted to drive it. Mm, well, that's okay. fine. You know, and actually I'm like, that's pretty smart. I probably should have driven it. But I didn't even care. I didn't even have to drive it to know that I was going to you know, put, put a bid yeah. on this car. So guy gets in there, starts it up, and all I do is just look at the tailpipe. No blue smoke. No I'm smoke. Like, I'm like, yeah. Golden. <laughs> you know, I'm we're, like, good. we're good. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not worried about anything at this point. The other thing I'm worried about, will it go in reverse? Mine has mine kind of and is a little slow in reverse, which those trannies can do that on those Celicas. Yeah. It drove fine. Never heard a squeak. Drove down the road, came back, you know, no brake noise, nothing. I'm like, all right, cool. So At least you got to see a little bit of that. Yeah. Uh, you also just know, like, you get to a point where you're looking at something, and you just kind of, you look at the environment. Yeah. You're like... This kind of like you're talking about your Saturn in the in the in the show, something that's been 
through 90-some thousand miles on a one-owner. It's yeah. been pampered. The finish is good. You're like, somebody's taking care of this yeah. thing. Yeah. Versus something that's got, you know, 180,000 mm-hmm. and it's got four mismatched tires. Yeah. yeah. There's some questionable stuff. Battery from Walmart. You're like, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to take my chances on the other one. Yeah. So you can kind of judge that yeah. stuff, right? Well, yeah. I'm thinking, well, 56,000 miles. I mean, you know, later on, after I looked inside, I mean, the, the dash and instrument cluster were perfect. I am so used to what my 97 looks like that if this car were the equivalent of the 97 with 55,000 miles, I'm like, the car is a great value anyway. Yeah. You know, I have a great powertrain. I could swap some wheels. You know, the top looks good. I'm not too worried about anything. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, I these auctions are so wonky. You know, so they now I'm on, I'm on the sheet, and I'm looking at the three other guys, and the guy who gets out of the car, he's like, okay, you know, it, it's a nice car. And he stood there to bid, and so I, I remember how it went. It was like 63, 64, 65, <laughs> and I just said $7,000. And the guy goes, you're going 7,000? I'm like, yeah, 7,000. get a yeah, little yeah, yeah. I'm i like, got stuff to do. Yeah, that. exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, because I'm, you know, at this point, I'm not going to lose a car over a couple hundred bucks. Let's just, let's just go right to it. Yeah. And so, I mean, the, the guy who drove the car, he's like, I'm out. That and was then, it. Yeah, that was it. And then another guy was there. He was a car buyer from somewhere at a car dealership. He's like, eh, I don't know. And then this, this other old guy who really wanted the car, he came in an old Sienna van uh, he was the guy who's like it leaks and this and that, but he really wanted the car. He could tell, mm-hmm. and uh, he's like seventy one. Like, and then this other guy hops in there seventy two, and I like seventy three, and uh, then this other guy who'd never bid on the whole thing the whole time. They're looking at him like Chuck, you gonna bid on this? You gonna bid on this? You you talking about getting? He's like, let me think about it. Well, well, right now I have the high bid, so it's at least thirty seconds or so. And she asked him again, what are you going to do, Chuck? Well, I'm thinking about it. And so I said, you know, there's probably a kitchen timer in the kitchen, an egg timer. Let's just go get that, and then you can yeah. <laughs> put, put 30 seconds on yeah, the clock. Yeah, you know, how long are we going to go here? And she, and she goes, Chuck, are you going to bid on it? He goes, no, I'm not going to bid on it. You know, so I'm like, she's like all right, you won. And uh, that, that was, was it. it. Yeah, I, you know. And the it, confetti rained from the ceiling. No, there was a ticker no. tape parade. You know, but though, and, yeah. It's it's exciting though, isn't it? It was exciting. Again, the, the problem is, this was not the best time to buy a car. Got a kid going to college, you know. COVID has not helped my my paycheck in the last two years. So, would I've rather bought this car a year from now? Maybe. Who knows? Maybe it'd be even worse a year from now. You know, you just don't know. This car showed up, and I had no choice. I don't. I'm never gonna. Am I ever gonna find a fifty-five thousand mile? local car that I'm not going to have to drive eight hours to go see and then just gamble on, you know. Nope. This car <laughs> had everything I needed, It was and it was in my backyard. It needs a few dents pulled out of it. No yeah, big PDR deal. Stuff. I'm going mean, to yeah. change the wheels out because, again, those hubcaps bother the hell out of me. I don't know how that car <laughs> got off the assembly line with hubcaps. but uh, so, so do you think that was factory? Or? It, no. I, so the, the hubcaps that are on don't have Toyota logos on them, so I know they're not factory hubcaps. But it's possible that car came with Steelys. My, there's a whole bunch of stuff in the glove box, and it's so complete, there probably is a window sticker in there. But I did run the VIN at work and to double-check, and I couldn't find where it said what wheels came with it. It just said 25th anniversary package, and that said tan top. So it, it's hard to say what actually was part of that whole package. You'd think with a GT level, they'd put some alloys yeah, on it. Yeah, it had the blacked-out emblems, which was a special edition. Yeah. I just have to think. 
Somebody somebody got her wheels. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. Or she, she yeah. curbed them or something. Or, yeah. I, did they do – did Toyota get into the chrome-plated stuff? Because I know like uh, – Lexus did. Lexus, Lincoln. Yeah. Yeah. And around here with the salt, that chrome flakes yeah. off and mm-hmm. maybe so, – Old, old yeah. Avalons, we saw that. But yeah. no, I don't think you would have saw that on that Celica. Okay. There are some TRD Corolla wheels that will fit that. That's a 5 by 100 wheel. But they're like 18s, but they're black 5 spokes. They look pretty good. Oh, God, yeah. And I can get them for like $200 a wheel. Mm. Yeah, I think mm. I think that might be a nice, you know, accoutrement uh, to that car. It might uh, might add something nice to it. I think you should a modern look. I think say. you should do that. Yeah. The problem is my driveway doesn't lend itself to low profile. I don't think so. I have to be really careful with that. Yeah, there's that. <laughs> I, let me just ask you this uh, because you know, obviously, I have to put something up for sale. Yeah, to, because my new purchase is we really maxed it. We're I'm now at ten cars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Eric has me beat um, by one right now. Uh, are you thinking of putting anything up back into the wild? Yes. Well, the TC is always for sale, and I've gotten tons of hits on it. Cause with, oh, the Scion. With, I forgot. Yeah, the, with inflation, that now my $2,600 price I got on it, people look at that thing like really hard. That's like, a bargain. Yeah, it is, yeah. It's way below book you know, versus what they're going for. So the, the Scion's on the market, and I think, I think that Supra may get on the market this summer. It, it's actually gotten more valuable, I think, over the winter. I, I did a, a check the other day of yeah. Supras, Mark III Supras yeah. that are out there. And yeah. Yeah, you could probably. It's, it's a five speed. It runs. The target top's a little scratched up. But other than that, it's got a great story, right? Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, the green Celica, I was going to maybe hawk for, you know, maybe $4,000 because it runs. Everything's worth $4,000 if it runs, right? Yeah. But now I'm thinking since gas is so high and my son doesn't want to pay for it in his truck, maybe I'll just let him drive the Celica for the summer. It's a pay green one. It. I don't have to worry about it. I don't have to freak out. You know, if he scratches something, I'll be like, eh, we got the nice one that no child shall ever drive. <laughs> it's off limits. <laughs> Stay away. Yeah. Just so keep, I, I have you to blame, up. honestly, for this car. Yeah. No. I wouldn't even have known about it. Had Sorry. You, had you not double-checked Gabe's uh, appraisal of it. You know, I, I try to put it out there. I try to offer, uh, you know, just sharing information, yeah. transparency. Yeah. That's what I'm about. Mm-hmm. So I, I did drive it back to the dealership. It uh, thermostat didn't read. Uh, Angela said a brake light was out. Spoiler's got some scratches on it, um, which I didn't see. Again, did, I, I was looking for front and rear bumper. I was looking for you know major damage, major looking rust. for rust. Yeah, looking for the convertible top be separated. I can handle you know a, a quick spray. A Piddly bit, uh, stuff. Yeah, 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 that's nothing. Uh, but uh, no, I think the car's in pretty good shape. Get some wheels and uh, should be good for the summer. Maybe we'll hawk something. So now it's a judgment call. We brought in the third party. Uh-oh. Do you have any opinions about where we're at in our lives with these two vehicles? Wow. I mean, it's 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 pretty close because they're they they both fit your personalities so well. You know, with 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 Eric being a diehard, you know, shill uh, for Toyota. Yeah, yeah. Toyota. Anything, guy. Yeah, yeah, if that would have been a Nissan, that would have never happened. Anything you know about Daryl and the the Auto Museum, it makes perfect sense. Um, I've got to tell you though, just because I'm such a restoration buff, you know, and, and and talking about how in love I am with the the Cadillac, I've got to throw the win to Daryl uh, on this one because I think that's just a well. I will say find. that thank you. That he's got Mount Everest there. Thank yeah. you. he's got a lot yeah. of work ahead of him. I so. do, yeah. I do, I do. But you know what? I, the nice thing is there's parts out there. What I don't have with that Plymouth is parts availability in the aftermarket. Yeah, 
and it's a, the challenge and the cost, frankly, for a lot of the stuff. It's like if you talk to any old Mopar guys with like a Hemi Challenger or something like that, it's like it costs you probably twice as much to restore one of those as like a 69 Camaro or a 69 mm-hmm. Mustang mm-hmm. because the, just the parts availability is so small. And when that happens, uh, you know, you'll, you'll, you won't run into that with your Celica because you, you can get no. whatever you probably no. need. Oh, I'll right? steal it off my 97. <laughs> you got a parts car in the yeah. back. <laughs> <laughs> That's but, resourceful. But I think what's interesting, and, and for restorations, like I, I've, I've fixed up some old pickup trucks and stuff. Yeah. I think what's so interesting about yours is it's complete. Yeah. Like all the parts are there. The, it ran when parked. That's and, true. Nobody's and so I, I think about it so simplistically. You can clean and sanitize the car. You know, that that, that can be done. It's gross. Yeah. But you can watch YouTube videos, and you can get past that pretty quick. That's elbow grease. You know, if the if the engine turns over, you know, and is sealed, you mm-hmm. know, to rebuild the carburetor, change the fluids, brakes, you know, kind of get back and put a fuel pump on it. Like yeah. that car could be running and driving optimistically in relatively short order and then just see where it goes from there. The, the concept that that car could be back on the road. And just being driven. And, of course, it'll be a rat's nest and the stuff's going to sure. come up. But sure. the concept of saving that car and yeah. it being usable isn't that far away. You know, and, again, I'm, I'm sure I'm understating uh, all of that. But be- because it's complete, it, it's not in boxes. You know, it's not missing any right. major components. I, I get really excited about that. Thanks. So, yeah, but it, it, there there is a level of excitement when when you start getting into it and cleaning it, and you're like, oh well, this paint isn't as good as I thought it was in my head when I, it was dirty. There is something about yeah. buying a car like that. Celica was beautiful because the paint's in good shape. Yeah. It's clean. There wasn't a was there a bunch of weird stuff in the trunk or is it no? Just you know, and it's funny that they like left everything. It was like some hand sanitizer, a grocery bag, and some other stuff. Like, they didn't even clean anything out. They just, like, sold it, like, the last time she drove it. Yeah, it's, like, you know. how it was. Yeah, and the kids told me, like, oh, I remember my mom just driving down more and more up the top down to see her little little head coming up over the steering wheel. She loved that car. Just literally a little old lady drove it sometimes. Sometimes. Not much. And and, and I think what's, what's so much easier in your situation is you buy those cars knowing they're imperfect. You know, yeah. it, it's just, yeah. not drive it. Enjoy yeah. it. It's functional. Yeah. It works. The the struggle I would have in Daryl's situation is I would want to restore the car yeah. without planning to. I would start to get into the engine. Well, if I took the heads off and then yeah. I could do this. Like I, you, there, you wonder is that challenge of not getting sucked in to the paint's not supposed to be perfect at this stage. Like it's treat get, the rust and and just let it look presentable. Like I would get sucked into. I don't know. There's like one spot. There's like more. you got like one rust spot on the uh, the driver's rear. Mm-hmm. It like sticks out like something got on the paint. Yeah, and that's like the, I'm like you know the rest of it's just like little knick knickknack stuff. But that actually like a glaring like quarter sit there. I'm like, what do you do? Does that drive you nuts, or do you just let it, it would, be? It, it would be hard because for me, then it's like, well, I could fix it. Now it's got to have a whole respray. Yeah. Now everything's got to come apart. Or is it? What can I put on there? To just stop it from getting any worse, which you really can't. Throw a wrench a sticker. Yeah, and and then say, look, you know what? It's cleaned up. It's got a little protectant on it. I'm going to drive it every Saturday. Yeah, Yeah, it's got a rusty fender. The car's, you know, magnificent. I I would struggle with that, but, you know, telling somebody else advice, it's, ah, run it. Yeah. You know, like that. It's it's, it's awesome. The goal of mine is to put another 100,000 miles on it. Sure. You know, so that that car's going to get driven, whereas yours is, you know, 
hopefully it's, it sees maybe a car show next summer. I'm, I'm hopeful. Yeah. There's part of me it, 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 if I if I had no other things to do in my life, you know, yeah. and it's not like I got kids, so I'm not running to soccer games all the time, whatever. But I do keep busy. And if if I had nothing else to do, I'd be in the garage every night working on now, mm-hmm. try to get something done for like middle of summer and yeah. get it out for like one or two shows, maybe if it all comes yeah. together. Dude, you need a bu- the bubble one or the, whatever that that spray foam thing. You need to do a video of that though. Spray the car down. Oh, I got a foam can and oh, it's yeah. gonna get. You got a foam can oh, that, and you need yeah. a video. You need oh, yeah. yeah. You need some. Get a little tripod set up with yeah. your phone yes. and just yes. you know, time lapse it. Oh, it would be awesome. Yeah, you know, because it's it's got like a thick layer of dust on it right oh, now. Yeah. It's the nastiest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah. But it'll 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 look so good just coming off of it yep. with the like. Oh gosh, I, I think that's. Are the you going to get it to part. be a roller before you clean it? Or are you going to put some tires on it? Or no? No, it's so gross. I don't want it sitting in my garage as it is. Okay, because just being in there about two days, and it's not again not the worst. I've had mousier cars. Yeah. It's just disgusting. I went out to the garage to go get like a tool or something, it. and I'm like, "This ain't my garage anymore. It's a <laughs> it's a barn." And, uh, and you worry that that scent would attract. Yeah, you bring them all like, in. Oh, well, that's a. Yeah. This I is did. The place to be. I had a, a dream the other night. Yeah, I had a dream like had, like mice running around my basement. Like uh, what's that movie Willard? <laughs> Do you ever see that with oh, Crispin yeah, Glover? Yeah, yeah, where he's yeah, like yeah, the yeah, rat yeah, whisperer yeah, or whatever. Yeah. yeah. yeah so, yeah, there is something to that. So I think this weekend I already found a set of roller because uh, it'll fit five-on-five five Chevy rims mm-hmm. like from a, from a truck. So I actually found a setup in Dunlap with new mm-hmm. tires that'll hold air and everything for not much. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to probably do that, push I it out this weekend. It'd be easier for you to push it out, clean it outside yeah. in the driveway. Absolutely. Yeah. I've yeah. got it on skates now with some flat tires, and yeah. it's a pain. Yeah, absolutely. And those are nice if you have a perfect flat shop. Yeah. Well, but, yeah, and your driveway is like an asphalt type. It's like or, there's a concrete pad out in front of the garage, but yeah. even still, there's a lip, and yeah. I just yeah, I don't. The older I get, the more I'm just not willing to do. <laughs> so <laughs> in my 20s, I'm like, yeah, no problem. I'll just push it. Yeah. And you know, hurt my back every time I move it. Now I'm just like, nope. And I've even got like spare tires, so I was thinking about. You know, dragging it out with a tow cable and then pushing it back in with a truck, but I don't want to mess up the bumpers. So no, I'm trying no. to be real methodical yeah. about it. Um, but at the same time, I'm also like, I need to see some progress here yeah. pretty quick. So we'll get there. All right. What time is the uh, foam cannon show? Saturday? Uh, sometime Saturday. It's supposed to be in the 60s. All right. Well, I'm off at 1 on Saturday, Ooh, so maybe I could yeah. swing up there. Okay. I'll still be in town. I'll leave on Sunday, so okay. I may have to go. <laughs> I'll do a Facebook Live. Maybe you'll get the Carnival yeah. wagon out again. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. You guys are welcome anytime, and uh, I appreciate the support. Because right. out of all the stuff that I bought over the years, there's, um, you know, when I was working on that Volvo, getting that little goofy thing running again, people were like, oh, that's weird. Anyways, like they didn't care. It was just yeah. like, I haven't seen one of those in 50 years. That's cool. Uh, this I've had, my, my phone's been blown up for the last week and a half. People are just like, when can I come see? I got another friend coming tomorrow night. He's like, I need to see this thing. This is incredible. Just because everybody sees the barn find, quote unquote, on the TV shows. And some of that might be real. Some of that might be scripted. They just throw some, you know, baking powder on an old car or something like, Ooh, it's been sitting forever. Uh, but this is legit. There are still cars that are like this. And I know there's several more. Um, I've, I've found since since bringing this home, people are like, you know, there's a 57 Coupe de Ville in this building downtown, and this is the person that owns it, and it hasn't moved since the 60s when their father died or something. So, like, all this stuff that as long yeah. as you got a nose for it and your your eyes are open, yeah. you'll find it, you'll find what you need. Yeah. And uh, just let me know, Steve, if you're looking for a project, 
for yeah. Oh, yeah. another old uh, F-150 uh, or that's something. That's just what yeah. you need. You'll find it. Yeah, You'll yeah, find yeah. something. I did, have a, I, I did tell Angela, because I have to keep reminding her, there's a car I told a customer years ago I want to buy. It's a 93 Celica GTS. He brings it in like twice a year. When he pulls it out in the spring, when he puts it away in the fall. And he got it from his dad. His dad passed away. And uh, he, he, he doesn't even drive it. I think it gets like 300 miles a year on it. But uh, I told him years ago, I'm like, dude, if you ever want to sell a car, you know, please let me know. Mm. So I have to remind Angela every time we do something like this, I'm like, you know what's going to happen is next week, Chris is going to come in and say, hey, Eric, you know, you've been talking about buying that car. <laughs> and I'm going to be like, no, <laughs> you know, because honestly, I'd rather have that car than the one I just bought. But that's how these sure. things work, right? Always. Yeah. I'll be, I'll be like selling, uh, selling my plasma. <laughs> <laughs> how much does Talacris give you for a pint of blood? It's a so, kidney go for. I don't yeah, know yeah so please you know, pray for me. I, just, I, I hope Chris has another year left. He's not selling that car. Nah, you'll do good. Yeah. Congrats on your purchase. Yeah, you as well. Uh, you and could, thanks for being the arbiter. Yeah, uh, arbitrator here. It was a tough call. I'm very, glad we made that a special call. segment because we rolled up 43 minutes on just a special segment on two car buys. <laughs> it's way too long. <laughs> but hey, it's right. fun. We'll be back with a regular episode next time. Thanks again, Steve Brown, for sitting with us. We appreciate it. Hey, thanks for having me. It's always a pleasure.